one. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to back to B Tech Philosophers, episode thirty-seven, which is a number bond because three plus seven equals ten. On the episode, we have obviously my my co-host Elliot Steele, who's Hello. struggling with his chair at the moment. And we have a super special guest today as well, Bella Hole, comedian, <laughs> actress, writer. Round of applause for Bella Hole in the building right now. <laughs> Hi guys. Hello. Are you an actress? Uh, yeah, let's say that. Okay, that's good. That's Why good. Not? That's, you, that's one of those things everyone just adds to the yeah, yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, add it. Can't disprove you know? it. I put writer, and I'm like, I write the jokes I tell. I yeah, guess exactly. that makes me a writer. And you act them as well. I'm right. I act a comedian, producer, produce my own shows. Yeah, you do. Traveler. But, uh, you taught me about number bonds. Yeah, I did. Three plus seven equals ten. Mm-hmm. So is a number bond only when it adds e- equals ten? I think so, and I only know that because I have to tutor small children for money. Okay, so why are you teaching them about number bonds? Because it's what they have to know about in school. It's just a basic. It's just a basic math thing that once you have it down, you can do a lot of addition more easily. What's it like teaching young children? I love it because I love them. Which sounds, um, you know, don't misconstrue it. No, it's okay for you to love. But yeah, I it's, um, it's one of those weird double standards where yeah, yeah, we were to say that. I love um, the tots, and I love to teach they? them stuff. Yeah. How young? Four, I've got one that's four, I've got one that's six, and I've got one that's seven and one that's eight. Oh, shit. So Those are like young. all the ages up to All the ages, eight. yeah. <laughs> Those are all the, the ages. Eight-year-old's <laughs> a little prick <laughs> sometimes, to be fair. He's just, like, discovered the social currency of being rude. Uh, um, what kind of rude thing? Does he, does he do that thing where he goes in for a handshake and then they pull it away? Or <laughs> they, they do this? Yeah, it's that. It's like um, uh, getting, like, swords and shit. Swords. What? Like, like, go to his house and he'll just like suddenly decide that it's sword time. Like, and he'll okay. put on his plastic chest of armor and his sword, which is made of plastic, also. Yeah, I suppose okay. so. But you know, it's suddenly not mass time anymore. And he'll hit you with the sword. Yeah, and it's really difficult to know the boundary between like, you know, how much physical might can I impose upon this child mm. that is probably stronger than me? You know. Eight years old? You could be up an eight-year-old, Bella. You'd be very Believe surprised. You'd be able to be up an eight-year-old. <laughs> how many eight-year-olds do you reckon you could take in a fight? At one time. Let's say they're coming in consecutively. I, I think Elliot could take 32. 32 eight-year-olds. That's not bad going. You just de- if, you have to just deck them one just, after the other. If it's like the Power Rangers where, you know, the bad guys, they just come they're one by one. They're all coming at you at once. What if they all moved into one super eight-year-old, though, like at the end of Power Rangers? Well, then that's an adult also, man. So you have to know that they have no moral compass at that age. They are not ashamed to use their teeth, mm-hmm. their chin, their elbows in ways that you can't even imagine. If it was just one eight-year-old after another mm. and I just time. fighting them solo, mm. I wouldn't put a quantity of it, but I would put like a time, mm-hmm. like from nine to 11. Okay. I could Two, two hours straight up. Two hours. Like really? a boxer size class. Yeah, hey yeah, guys, yeah. we're having stamping eight-year-old class yeah. today. And I do, I do I have to put them to the ground or I'm knocking them unconscious? You have to kill. You, you have to go through no. the trauma. Yeah, <laughs> you are in a kill traumatic. Kill them with just fists. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'll knock them unconscious. Damn. Which brings me to one question uh, I wanted to ask because we were talking about uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm. Elliot said Brazilian jiu-jitsu people are bad people. I didn't say that. He said they're murderers. Yeah. You said they all use religion as a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that about Brazilian jiu-jitsu people on the whole. Must, did I misquote you? <laughs> a little. Uh, I was saying that we were talking about the... Um, 
Uh, potentially, our, one of our guests next week is probably one of the best grapplers in the world, right? And grappling is uh, martial arts and stuff. And I thought grappling was like you know struggling to come to terms with an issue. Yeah, yeah, like your sexuality. <laughs> that yeah, is, yeah, that is what yeah. jujitsu is. Uh, you, yeah. get, you get a black belt and then you go. Maybe it'd have just been easier. So just be I'm clear. gay. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot is saying all Brazilian jujitsu artists are gay. Oh, <laughs> fuck, yeah, <laughs> they are. Okay. Um, but no, uh, there's like this thing where I was talking about like it's most gym owners I've known are very set the place I train now New Wave Colin and Christian who run the place are very sort of uh, very Why good people Why are you talking family, like that? Family, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I was just in my head thinking of the gym owner, uh, okay. Mark Goodridge who I know who runs a, a very good kickboxing gym in Croydon is like a very religious person family man but sound as fuck um but I think some people use the fact you see it now with Andrew Tate. Like he just goes, I'm Christian. Or you see him like learning how to pray to Islam and things like that. Right. Uh, they, they, they're they just using that as the guide of, no, but I can't be a bad person because I'm religious. And it's like, eh, historically, that, yeah. That's, that doesn't necessarily, and I think people do that with, there was a fighter on the weekend, Darush, uh, who won his fight on a UFC card that was in Abu Dhabi and he's Iranian, so he went to do a speech about Iran and then tried to not only convert everyone in Abu Dhabi to Christianity, but also the people in Iran who were fighting for their The freedom. entire nation? The entire nation. He was like, I don't know what the answer is, but I know it's, Je he knows, the answer is Jesus. And it's like, uh, no, dude, they, the, the morality police beat a woman to death for not showing a headscarf. I don't think she should have gone, oh, it's fine. Jesus, like, that's a very yeah. blanket mm. statement to make. Yeah, just that, that, that forcing religion on people is uh, very... Uh, I was reading this terrible story. It was like in the New York Times or something. It's about this baby was... This is a very erudite podcast so far, I have yeah. to say. What does erudite mean? It means uh, intellectual. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. In an elegant thank way. You. Thank, thank you. you. Well, no. we shouldn't talk about MMA too much because you, I, I, I mistakenly uh, <laughs> invited Bella onto the podcast last week and I told her to, to come onto it this week. And you took that, this is quite sweet, you took it quite literally. Yeah, I did. So when I said... <laughs> when you said, when you said, come next Monday at 4pm, I thought, okay. No, no, no. When no. you said, but then on the phone yesterday, you said, oh, I meant that as a figure of speech. <laughs> no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, hold on. So last week, I mentioned Bella, I, uh, we're recording that Monday at 4. Um, you should come down. And she said, I'm not free. And I said, yeah, come next week. <laughs> I didn't mean. I love you. Took that like literally next week. What do you same think that about me? I think that it's very sweet because I feel like it's very sweet. We live in a generation where I I don't leave the house until I have like confirmation. Yeah. On the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the thing is happening. Yes. I need the confirmation it, day it before. Showed, it was quite trusting of me. Very trusting. You just put that straight in your diary. Yeah. Monday for no questions. Yeah. I'll, no, I'll, I'll no be doubt. There. Yeah, we're doing this again, and I I was felt terrible because I wasn't there. I was in Morrison's, was buying some shrimp. I was here. You were here. Weird coincidence. Weird coincidence. Just by coincidence, Elliot was doing a MMA podcast. Which you jumped on? <laughs> which I jumped on. Yeah. How'd that go? Um, I feel like I was sort of the um, 
I was like the elephant in the room for a lot of it. Do you know what I mean? As in, I was the, like the thing that people were scared to discuss was also there, you know? Uh, but I did also feel extremely welcome. Oh, yeah. It, it, you, what you were was uh, you were like, it's like at lunchtime, there's a Dungeons and Dragons club and you were the first ever woman to turn up yeah, to the yeah, Dungeons yeah, yeah. and Dragons. Gave, That's how it and felt. Everyone was like, oh, oh the shame. <laughs> you gave three boys the opportunity to mansplain yeah, a fight yeah, into yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was And boy, did we take it. Yeah. I, I learned a lot, but it was one of those weird situations where I realized the more I learned, the more confused I became because the more I learned, the more I realized I had to learn. That's knowledge. Oh, yeah, you know? Donna, Donna Kruger effect. Mm. Yeah. But they say, like, all questions should only be the pathway to more questions. Who says you know? that? Who said that? Who said that specifically? Yeah, they they, they say that. Who are they? they? Who are they? D they. they. Yes, they. Because that's their pronoun. That's, <laughs> um, I don't know what their name is, but they said it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's all, all questions should be the gateway to more questions. But the only reason I was asked about MMA is because we were talking about like brain injuries and stuff. Mm. Why are people with CTE bad people? Because your brain gets shaken around when you get hit. So like the brain cells die. So I don't know what it is, yeah. but apparently part of the brain, like you get like the bits that are usually to do with like holding aggression and holding anger and stuff like that goes. So you become a lot worse at that. Mm. So, uh, so it's like putting yeah, your brain it on shuffle. It's a particular bit of the brain that is meant to make you a good person and it just kills it. Oh my yeah. goodness. Have you ever met someone with CTE? Not to my knowledge. Bro, they don't really wear badges. I remember after, <laughs> after I had a, a Muay Thai interclub one time, I met this dude who was clearly CTE to fuck because he was he would like speak and he was like yeah you know because girl went on in your first fight man he was like I was like I didn't do that well he was like I've had sixty I was like yeah oh. and he just like anything was like there's oh, this sort of like energy and this angst that was there and I remember being they like, often find out like after someone's died they do like an autopsy after they've like, killed they their family Aaron yeah. Hernandez yeah. Yeah, yeah after he'd killed like many different people Chris Benoit. Mm. A I don't know who that is. Wrestler killed but his. I did uh, make a noise as if. Yeah, yeah that was a good that noise. That was, mm, yeah. But then, like, it's not. You never hear good CT. It's always like, oh, no, they killed everybody and then themselves. And yeah. yeah. Why does the good stuff never get shuffled to the forefront? Well, what, what, what do you mean the good stuff? Maybe oh, it's like, oh, he went on a charity rampage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't stop donating <laughs> to Great Ormond Street. <laughs> Nobody ever brings that up about Chris Benoit. <laughs> exactly. They just went on like a mad, just donating rampage. You never hear about that. I've it's, never it's, done that, I have to say. Just donated just at. Just aggressively. Yeah, no, no, I've never donated aggressively. I've never donated. Do you know what? Sometimes just in the night, you'll get on Instagram and it'll be like, yeah. give to this fund. And, and I think, like okay. Do you? Yeah, or like if I'm in hospital visiting someone and there's a little thing to donate, like three pounds, I'll be like, what? I only do it because it goes in the spinny thing. Yeah. In the spinny box and I get to watch my pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do but then I do thing. want the pound back. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. And sometimes you see like a £20 note in the spinny thing and you could think, what a twat. Who, who put Fucking that in? What a show off. Do you know what I mean? No, I didn't realise like Roman Abramovich was yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never, I'm not like a big believer in uh, charity uh, whoa whoa let's dissect that sentence yeah. charity I'm not a big believer in charity the concept of it because it exists but. no the concept of charity exists yeah but like I mean a, a lot of the time with charity so like you see when you go to Tesco and it, or McDonald's and it's like would you like to round up the food? oh well that's just for tax that's for tax that's that, is it and no? then, yeah well I've seen enough TikToks made by 
Google this, please. Seventeen-year-olds. Google, Google it. Because is that yeah, something I we tell ourselves? Yeah, I never donate to like a McDonald's charity, but donating to like Macmillan okay. is a different thing. Yeah, yeah. that's still got muck in it. Yeah, but it's not the McDonald's charity. They're like, we're giving this money to uh, something. Just they're doing that so that they can write off a lot of their expenses. Yeah, disgrace. I do. It's like it's the same with like, dude. When I walked outside of uh, Vauxhall today, I I went to Waitrose in it across the road. Okay, I want to see why you going to Waitrose is important to this story because I just want people to know that I'm doing all right. Okay, and uh, I only I only got a coffee from there. And uh, I went to the, uh, but on the walk there, there was four different sets of homeless people. But different sets. sets. Yeah, there was you know there's different types <laughs> of homeless, isn't there? Like there's different kind of homeless, isn't it? Grade one, grade no, four. No, you know there's like, oh, you're fucking homeless. Like and he had the fingerless like, gloves, like, really you know, old school. You know, you know, like oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know there's like, dude, like all right, we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. homeless. And then there's like. All right, you've you've not learned homeless or hipster. You don't know. Yeah, 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 but then there's like mental health homeless, where yeah, which it's is like really sad. It, which is sad, Very. but terrifying yeah, at the is. same time. It is because there, it's um, yeah. I don't know. I was talking to uh, one of my friends' boyfriends the other day about when he went. He drove down Skid Row in LA, which is like where the Cecil Hotel was. Yeah, you know that girl that like killed herself and they found her in the tanks. Oh. And everyone was drinking the water of her disintegrated body. Oh, that's, and it was like tangy. And it was like tangy. And I think that's the best best water you ever had. It's like <gasps> you kind of miss that like, human water. It's like, mm, it's got that twang to it. Yeah. That's Apparently, the the like homelessness situation there is is awful and also terrifying. They got I homeless would, families. Yeah, I get it though because I think if I had so few resources, I would also be acting in a lawless way. Maybe they just need to watch a bit of Ray Mears or something. I mean, Who the fuck is Ray Mears? You like the outdoor guy and just get like just get, get a it. bit more acclimatized watch a well, motivation you know i think is like um the nadir of middle class activity that somebody told me they did the other day foraging uh, like for yeah. fun like going out and foraging for berries i don't know why it doesn't sit right with me i well, like because they should save the berries for the homeless people no <laughs> i don't think that's how it works but i just kind of <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I just think there's something a bit like, <sighs> right? You know like what I mean about people like, just doing stop, just why are you telling me that? People it's doing like, poor people stuff, like yeah, as an aesthetic. exactly. It's like poor yeah. face exactly. when people exactly. do when people do poor face. Which you know, what's poor face? It's like when they. Um, Charcoal, chimney sweep. That's a, they're, and they're close. They're close to a new face as well. Yeah, that's that's it. a, <laughs> it's poor faces. Poor faces. A bit of bit of chimney sweep vibe. <laughs> you get away with it any anymore. Uh, it's a, hey, 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 hey. Put the shoe polish down, <laughs> sir. Put it down. <laughs> what? Did, what? What would you do if a if a picture surfaced of me? There isn't one. <laughs> but <laughs> and I know I know I have what to clarify if a picture surfaced of me in blackface. My instinct I, is that you would let your community down. I, <laughs> Do you know what? It would I it would be an interesting position because I could make or break your career. Yeah. Like cause my okayness with it would like 
that's the that's the that's the straw. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. We would have to discuss it. It'd have to be a B Tech exclusive on Patreon. On Patreon. So yeah, um, they'd have to sign up to the Patreon, and we'd put the image right they'd there. They have to pay three pound fifty for to hear Elliot apologising. Yeah. No, there'd be no apology. There would be. I I'm sorry that. You guys misunderstood. <laughs> sure, we okay. we put the image there and then we'd blacken it up like the OJ picture back yeah. in the nineties. And then um, yeah, we'll just we just break it down. <laughs> Kinda like Sky Sports. I want to see your analysis on every part of the front. <laughs> um, so I put the cold tooth in for authenticity. <laughs> no, I, mean. I have a deal with him. <laughs> a mate mine is a comic line black like, I have a deal with him where I'm like, hey look, if anything comes out with me, <laughs> like I helped him out with something time. Like if anything comes out with me i just need you there regardless of what it is i'm like no i know him he's a good man <laughs> like, nah i always think that like the, the more we come up come up in this industry like we're gonna have friends who are gonna be taken down and yeah we are are we gonna support them oh. depends what for like i had it with fucking i can't say their name uh but, uh, bleep it, tell me. Uh, uh, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. It, it, it takes us a lot of time to bleep stuff. It does. Oh, it, okay. There's a whole load of edit. Yeah, and... Um, Elliot, not me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and he... Uh, oh, fucking knows. He turned out to be a rapist. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you know when somebody's telling a story and then there's just so much information missing? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just get it's there. Like long story short. It's like, how do long we arrive Long story short. Yeah. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Like, whoa, what's going on? Well, we're, on a, we're, on a, we're only on an hour booking. Like, I got, <laughs> I got, I got a cram as much. Well. <laughs> straight to act And free. what did you do? Uh, I was... I, I Yeah. I, I, mm, uh, as a group of friends, like, uh, at first, we, we, we were always going to cut ties. It was always going to be like that. We weren't ever defensive of any yeah. of their actions. And, um, but there is a bit that you go like, well, you surely you cut ties with them, but you also have to make sure that they're in therapy and doing the things sure, to probably, because yeah, yeah. you, can't, you can't just leave them. It's like if there's a dangerous dog, you can't yeah. just go and leave that in the world. We have to destroy the dog. There's a really... I was up for destroying the dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I read a really interesting book like years ago about council culture and it was saying how like it's basically, you know how like in Game of Thrones, we would like, they would get like naked people and like shout shame at them. Mm and write off people. And that's what we do with council culture. And it's actually really bad, but we think it's like an ethical high ground to be like, you were transphobic, you were this, therefore it's over for you. But you're basically writing off someone's entire life without yeah, formed any in their family opportunity and... to rehabilitate themselves. Yeah, but I, I, push the mic towards you a bit. So. I think it's fair play, let's say, if like casual people are like, I'm done with this person. Yeah, But then, you know, your friends and family, mm. those are the ones who are supposed to sort of be there for you on, on your journey. Oh, I'll give him a text then. So drop it. And often these things are like come hand in hand with like substance abuse or like a tough childhood or whatever. Cause often like a lot of the people I know, <laughs> I've known a couple of people who have gone on to like definitely sexually assault people. And like, it's always alcohol and drugs yeah. that's in the background and they've always been abusing that. And then that blurs their judgment. It's uh, it's, it was, yeah, it, it's a really fucking difficult thing as well. But what you're saying on cancel culture there is really interesting because that is, you know, like John Ronson did that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Public Shamed, which is, I read that. Which is mm. excellent. That was a really good book. Yeah. No, I don't remember it. I just read it. Though. And... Uh... <laughs> good for us, though. We all read it. We all read it. <laughs> I listened to it on the Audible. I listened to about half of it. <laughs> you get the gist, though. You get the gist. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that, it, there is that, you know, and I think I think the thing with, like, when you look at these things, 
as it first starts, like when Me Too first happens and stuff, and it's like, yeah, someone like Harvey Weinstein mm. should be taken down and shouldn't be allowed to work. They're yeah, and should be put in prison yeah. forever. Yeah, they're, they're clearly And there is a line stuff. of things that's like, no, that's inexcusable, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, but then we use the same punishment when you look at someone who, you know, like who goes down and then there'll be like a, a story where it's, you know, a bad date or a story where it's like, mm. okay, well, I don't think that's quite the same as this. But then if you come out and or things get misconstrued or like there are two sides or whatever. And, and also, I think what's particularly difficult in our industry is that people really talk. And so if there was a situation like that, where the like blank, the black and whiteness of it was kind of quite difficult to and it had only happened once. I think when it's like a thing that there's a pattern, it's like, come on. But mm. I think when it's just like a one incident that could have been just a big misunderstanding, then all the bookers hear about it, all of the different comedians hear about it, and then you're ostracized when, because there's, it's all just becomes this lawless thing. Mm. But That's not a defense it. of if you, if you are a bad, if you're a naughty boy. You should go down. That's what I think. Yeah, as well, like within our industry, I know people who've probably been ostracized a little bit. And uh, I think uh, so a lot of the time... Can you be a little bit ostracized? Yeah, the well, word I'm, yeah. Uh, a little bit ostracized. As in their name is like, oh, I don't know. And people don't know the whole picture and stuff. And then uh, it's usually like, hey, the two people in their 20s who are both clearly quite mentally ill start dating... And it was it an absolute yeah, fucking shit crash. show yeah, because yeah. they're two people in their dates or twenty yeah, who are yeah. mentally ill. They, they, they shouldn't not ever work again yeah. in the industry, you know. And and I think that's you know that. And and I've had it. I've had like comics drag. Uh, not nothing to do with that, but I've had like comics drop my names in, in a fucking book, like quote things that I've said on podcasts in a way to throw shade at me and stuff. Really? And like you know things like that happen to you. It's like. Yeah. It's it, it is an odd, but they're also. I said it on a podcast. They're allowed to quote it like it is. You know, it's in the public domain. It is. I mean, God knows, I've not learnt my lesson and continued. But this to. is the scary thing about is that I have talked so much shit on everyone's podcast, yeah. and if one day things start <laughs> being successful for me, I'm probably fucked. <laughs> Nah. You think, you think you are. It's never the thing I think with this stuff that you think it's gonna be. <laughs> it's never. It's never like you it's do a bit. The smaller things. It's, it's yeah. It'll be like the CCT be... footage of you putting a cat in a bin. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it won't be like I've said. I've like done jokes on this podcast about Holocaust things. I never. No one gives a fuck. The minute I complain about Liverpool Football Club right. or Crystal Palace You're Football done. Club, I'm in trouble. Like the minute, it, like I always say, nobody is more triggered in this cancel culture war thing than white men who support football teams. They are, if you attack their football team, they're, they're, yeah. they're fine with transphobia, misogyny, all of this stuff. Which it doesn't involve them. Yeah. But at their territory, if you come into That's that. That's where they put all their emotions mm. in. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? It's a very tribal thing. It is. It is. Do, you, do you follow football much? No, but my boyfriend's very into it, so I sort of can't escape it. I'm like in football purgatory most of the time. Right. Like I know stuff about it, but it's all against my What's will. What's his team? Uh, Manchester United. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he's that's, he's, 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 yeah, he's not going to be having a good time at the minute, is he? He's doing okay. But let's not talk. About <laughs> hey, but my, 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 my girlfriend is the same thing. Darcy, like, I bring her to football matches. Sometimes mm -hmm. she gets into it. Mm -hmm. He was on match of the day. 
Oh yeah, I saw your match of the day. Were you? Yeah, I was celebrating. Yeah, <laughs> it was I actually... have a really weird. Okay, this is so I have a kind of a dilemma at the moment where my boyfriend plays football like every weekend and always invites me to the match. He plays for Man United. No, no, no. Are you dating Harry Maguire? <laughs> no, but I do find him um, handsome in a sort of quite terrifying way. Harry Maguire. Mm. Like he's got a quite melancholic like handsomeness to him. Yeah, yeah. like okay, like his the way that his brow bone sticks out is like he's got this Neanderthal. He's a very sad man. Yeah, which I find really hot. <laughs> he's got that. You know what I mean? He's got I'm like, you're, what a lost little boy. I could fix so much talent. I could fix him. Yeah, I could fix him if you gave me some of your wealth. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you poor man. I could I fix him. Just keep I a high line. Yeah, yeah, I, think I want a Hermes bag. Yeah, there's something about I want a Birkin. There's something about his face that is like. It's so sad how pale he is. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like if he, I, I don't want him to ever take off his shirt after scoring a goal because like we'd be able to see his organs. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, you know. Or do you, do he must save so much money on like MRIs and shit if anything goes wrong because you can just see it, you know? Yeah. What, the spleen is there, and we didn't ask to see it, but it is there. What do, What do you think of like, um, on like the basis of like? Power of attraction stuff like Rishi Sunak is probably now the most powerful person in the country, mm. but he's still very much five foot four. Six. Five foot six. Five foot six. I like that you came to his defense. Yeah. Oh, he's a short king. Inches. Come on. Maybe he's five foot six in his little sh shoes, his mm. polished little shoes. His, uh, those, are, those, are like, those are like Gucci. But the thing Gucci is, loafers. yeah, they are Gucci, but his wife makes him look tall. Because mm. I guess his wife is like two foot one. Yeah, yeah. He's I only five, found he's out. five five. He's five, five, five five. He lost five. an inch. Five five point seven to be specific. So, so I'm five right. four and people tell me that I'm short. Well, yeah. No. Shit, no, yeah. Wrong. But I only found out he was five six yesterday because I've never he's seen him. He's not five six. You didn't find out he was five six. I found out he was five, five five. The information has just been given to you. I rounded up, man. <laughs> it's, it's, uh... That would be six foot. <laughs> I do find it baffling though that like so much more funding, right, gets put into like men's health in general right yeah globally why is there not an option for people to get plastic surgery to make them taller there like, is is there? i think yeah. they break your legs yeah. and then they add more legs to you're just out of work for six months because you've got to wait for you but it's a thing you can add a couple inches to you yeah but why is it not mainstream because it's dangerous you started to i suppose it's like bbls or anything like that where people have to go to uh, turkey and things right, like that because they okay. won't do bbls in this country because that's too dangerous what what did what um where did they get the stuffing from what for BBLs? Yeah, I don't elsewhere know. on your body. I really like your thighs. Yeah, so peep, there's a rumor that they're the reason that Robert Kardashian is so fat is because they use him to like harvest his fat. Is he the BBL <laughs> source? Yeah. Sorry, is Wait, that an actual rumor? Yeah, that's rumor. <laughs> but you know what's really fucked up? <laughs> I, I love it. I love like that. We have transfer rumors. Yeah, Whenever yeah. you look into the world of women, it's, this is also kind of a transfer rumor, but it's transferring of like fat. It's like, fat it's like you know when you just look into a world and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't doubt. I believe it. Yeah. I started watching the Kardashians because I got really? Disney and my missus comes over and watches it. And she'd have it on, and now I'm like slowly getting it. Where I'm like, oh, Kendall's at Rome Fashion Week this yeah, week. Is yeah, she going to yeah. cope with the pressure? You know what's so fucked up is that Kanye's mum died of a BBL on the operating table. Mm. Was it a BBL? Yeah, I oh, think yeah. it was a BBL. Did she? Yeah. But you know what's so fucked up is she basically died being the victim of the kind of body image standard that his wife made a thing. That's a dissertation. That's yeah. a dissertation right there. Let's write it. <laughs> 
Wow. You know what I mean? It's come, it comes full circle. Like, isn't that kind of fucked up when you think about it? I wouldn't feel comfortable if my mum went and got a BBL, you know? I don't think I she got a BBL. I think it was Because she was in her 60s. Why would no, you in your 60s be... be like, I need ass. I need ass in my 60s. Maybe that's precisely when you need it, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's I, fair. Yeah. Have you seen Chris Jenner, bro? You would not believe she's 70. She's 70? Yeah. She is under a lot of lighting and like literally yeah. follow her around with lights. But like... She looks good for se- and she, does, she doesn't look like that plastic surgery seventy either. Well, but it's because you say that it's because she has got plastic surgery. Mm. The reason she doesn't look all fucked up is because she hasn't gotten loads of filler and Botox. Right. So most celebrities are scared of going under the knife and getting like facelifts and no. Like that shit. model did who was in Vogue. Evangeline. Yeah, Linda Evangelista, who fucked up her whole... See, I know Did she fuck she up looked, her face? She, she fucked up her face, she gained loads of weight, and then she was on the cover of Vogue being like, I'm reclaiming my body. And they pinned her face back. Yeah, and it all went wrong. You can get a picture of Linda Evangeline. Let's see Linda Evangeline. But she hides I, her face pretty much. I find this before so... And, like, before and after. You find this interesting? I find it fascinating, because like, the world of women's... Because um, like, this is one of the I was going to lead into, but yeah. like... It's it's insane because I think it's a thing, if I give a complete honest opinion on it, I think it's a thing that men a lot of the time get the blame for, but yeah, a lot of the time it's... Yeah, but I think it's women doing it, it for other women. Yeah, it's I like men don't give a men, fuck. Men are quite thick and just sort of absorb the beauty standard that's around them. Yeah. And if it changes, yeah, that's what she looks like these days. Bro. It's like an ordinary woman. What, what, but then what, what, Google wait, her when she was a supermodel like yeah. in the 90s. Let's see her as a... She don't look, she don't look, she just looks like a cartoon cat. She looks like one of those things. She just looks like a normal, like, mum, but she was, like, a supermodel. And she was one of the people that was responsible for upholding and perpetuating, like, very extreme beauty standards. Is she responsible for that? Well, she was one of the people in that operation. She's she's just part of the system like everyone else. Yeah, part of the system, but now she's a victim of the system. Damn. Well, and you know what's funny? Whenever you see like the people, I reckon I could have done a better face. Of it. <laughs> I reckon I could. I reckon Wait, if they what did gave they me, lift? A go- yeah, I reckon you know? if if they gave me a go, I reckon I could have done it. Yeah, they staple your face back, don't they? Yeah, That's like yeah. what they do. Yeah. When you look at like the guys in charge of, I will, the... I will watch myself all day on that, Lucas. Sorry, I'm such a narcissist. When you look at the guys in charge of the fashion houses and stuff like that, they're just like they'll be like fat guys, balding guys, yeah. and they're, they're in charge of like. Like, decide and yet they can standards. see like a model and be like, "You're fat." Yeah, and she's like seven stuff. Yeah. What do you think of the Kardashian Kardashianification of society? You know, everyone wants that same face on social media, and yeah, I think I um Kardashianification. I've been so uh, absorbed by it from because su- I started watching the Kardashians when I was probably twelve. Wow. Oh, fuck and yeah. I was How do you like, know? I am twenty-four. Wow. They've been on for twelve years. At least, yeah, I reckon. Crazy, crazy. So I've really grown up alongside that. And I think in a way it was probably quite good for me as like, I grew up, I went to a school where like, I, there were like, everyone was super blonde, super skinny and like anorexia was very much a contagious thing that was happening at my school. And the Kardashians were sort of a beacon of light in that sense because they were like curvier and they had like darker features and whatever else. And so in a way I sort of like was like, oh, that's quite nice that that's like a fashionable look. Yeah. But I think as it's gone on, it's so fucked to see how it's morphed into this thing that like, I mean, I feel like uh, when you, when I was growing up, I kind of felt like, oh, I'm the most modern person ever, like absorbing all this stuff. And now you look at what two-year-olds can do on iPads and you're like, shit. Yeah, I, I worry. We were talking about outside, like, you know, like the, mm. the, the, I do think if I went to 
If I was in secondary school now, if I was like 12, I would not be able to walk because of all the NOS I'd have done. Yeah, and, and my vaping. lungs would have exploded because of the vaping. What's like, the NOS? Watermelon What's bubble gum. Yeah, flavor. you are, you are too NOS? pure for this world, Mike. Uh, Nos is actually great. It's so much fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know about you know about Nos, don't you? Have you not done it? What the fuck is Nos? Balloons. You know you see Nitrous those little oxide. silver canisters on the on the like the smart gas, the smart whips. Now they have well, them. Yeah. balloons. I know terms. Just say balloons. Nos. Yeah, Nos. That was a, that was around when we were kids. Yeah, but it wasn't to the extent that it's around now. Because you used we to, all think you, that though. it used to be a pain in the ass because you used to have to get the canister and, yeah. and you'd have to order it online. Whereas now you get the smart whip that you can just and that. And it's like a very short high. Yeah, I, I've done it. Mm. Okay, kids in trouble. Yeah, I was I was saying as well. I did coke for the first time in ages on the weekend, man. Mm. Oh really? Oh, I was fucking yeah. It was good. That was great. But I'm now like. But now give a disclaimer for the kids that are listening about the, <laughs> the <laughs> negatives. Don't do it, but if you can, <laughs> what a night! <laughs> you do it, get the pure this Colombian it's stuff. Also, like, it's Don't one of get those the attractive things to me because I'm like a really sleepy drunk. Right. Oh, that that the thing that is the thing with coke is it's more it just keeps you keeps you sober. Keeps you sober, yeah. And mm. I, I still think MDMA is like the best of the best drugs. Like it's the, the best one. Never done it. You've never done MDMA. That's that's the one. I don't want to. Talking of drugs, I was reading a study this week. Oh, you fucking nerd! Oh, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was talking about psychedelics, man. It's going to become the new weed in terms of acceptability, really? and they're trying to introduce Absolutely. that yeah. now into like. And I think that's a that's a good thing. So what's that like? LSD. LSD and and, and mushrooms just in terms really? of like curing depression and. Mm. And sadness and things like that. What are the like side that. effects of LSD? Is that like a come down? No, it probably fucks your brain a little bit, but it'd be less if sad. You, if you do too much of it, you'll be fucked. But there's people who've done like there's there's loads of good things that things like mushrooms and LSD have done. I've done LSD do quite you, a few times. Do you think it's bad that as a society we need to be medicated just to get by? You know, look at the weed and drinking. Yeah, I don't think it's. I think it's the. Um, it's like a plaster over yeah. a, a larger wound that is society i disagree i think like things like mushrooms we've done mushrooms since the dawn of time that's like stoned ape theory that we've all been doing mushrooms Keep bringing up stone because ape that's a, it's like basically yeah. creativity and that what that there was a big jump in brain development and it's but i've heard that that's been debunked probably but let's but it's, still it's fun, fun though isn't it's, it? it's it's the same way like weed smokers used to have to go there's medicinal purposes to marijuana right. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yes i'm sure there is you're smoking it to get stoned you're not smoking it for the medicinal purpose. you should be allowed to get stoned the same way you don't have to go you know like i've just done there mushrooms are a lot of fucking fun i've not ever done them i want to do them mm. but they're meant to be a lot of fun people swear by them yeah and that just because there's a few bad instances like people crash cars it doesn't mean you should ban all cars you stop drinking at the will you know what I mean? also i think yeah. if they were to legalize it it just means that like it eradicates a lot of black market shit that and a lot of stuff that they put into the drugs to make it yeah like that's always the issue with like coke and ecstasy is what it's cut with Mm. But I guess uh, I'm I'm talking more like, like the, the idea that people need this to get by is that a, is mm. that a sign that society is just beating us all up? Like, yeah, I need that to we be need, high. That we need like something so extreme to like feel relaxed. People can't be feel. sober just to get. Not, we're not even talking about to be happy. It gives you that feeling like oh, I'm happy to be alive. Yeah. And is we the only way that we can get that? I yeah. love I love being stoned every now and then, like for especially for this podcast. I got but do you not feel like? You, do, would you say if you felt accident. like? Yeah. If you felt like you needed it. I know, but if I wasn't stoned right now, because I'm excitable and my ADHD and stuff, right, I would just be talking all over everyone. Mm -hmm. 
Bella would go away and go, that was just doing a bloke's podcast who talks over you. <laughs> I did that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That, is, that is what yesterday's is this podcast. my life now? Yeah. I'm just like... Yeah. That's like, sometimes I've got to be like, no, 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 I'm not uh, I'm not misogynist. I talk over everyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm bad at You're conversation. You're general. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, but like, I get, okay, because I guess you say someone who has bipolar or something like that, mm. they're medicated. Yeah. They need, But that's, there shouldn't be a stigma. Yeah, that. I know loads of people on like SSRIs and shit, which is completely normalized, like antidepressants. Okay, yeah. I do. Do you think that like, I think now like we, um, like with therapy language and stuff, we use that therapy uh, language. Yeah, like the word like boundaries and I'm. Um, yeah, and I think language. we we've almost weaponized that like therapy language against. And I think also like there's a really weird tension between using that language and actually uh, in order to like make everyone feel happy. And it being super inaccessible, cause like I can't afford therapy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like all of my friends are, and so I'm like when they're talking to me about to actually know what boundaries and all have that emotional toolbox or whatever of all that vocab and terms. Like you actually have to be quite wealthy. Yeah, and I that's that's a really good point, and I also think as well with it, I think like the whole point of therapy is you're meant to go there and be like, here's my childhood, but also here's things that I do where I'm in the wrong and why yeah, I'm an yeah, arsehole. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people go in there and they're like. Mike did yeah, 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 and they don't actually well, go. Here's what, here's why I'm. A good therapist will help you see that though, just from listening. Mm. Yeah, point out patterns, and then it's up to you to um, apply that to your to your life. Have you been to therapy? I uh, saw one for like one session a couple of months ago, but then I was like, <laughs> and they quit. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, absolutely, I'm out, I'm out of this shit. But I was like, oh no, I'm like pretty perfect. Like also, you do a lot of shit to get by every day. Like you do meditation and yeah, I journal a bit. Yeah, I journal. That helps. I think it helps. Also, you I think if you're just like reasonably emotionally intelligent, you can figure a lot of your own shit out. Yeah, my my girlfriend had to show me a lot of stuff because I used mm. to be very punch a drywall. Sure. Like okay. I used to be really fucking. <laughs> like... I once had a. <laughs> I was seeing this um, guy in uh, like at school. We had an argument at a house party, and he just was so upset he started banging his head against the wall like at the mm. party and I was just like this is so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> did you get the ick well, he's yeah I was bl- like oh my god oh. he started banging his head against the wall how old was yeah, he yeah like 17 oh gosh no so you're not because some Lucas, girls you they, have a they very like... bang your head against the wall vibe I ain't what gonna lie what does that mean <laughs> you have a very like Party, smack your head against the wall. Nah, Lucas probably was like a little emo kid. Little yeah, but that's yeah. the one. Turn around and die. <laughs> turn My parents <laughs> don't understand me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this town. <laughs> I had that vibe. I get that vibe. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> um, do you ever, like, did you see an appeal in, like, saving a guy? See that guy and it's like, oh, I can. You talking about Harry Maguire? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that that's where I went wrong with a lot of my relationships, mm. a lot of them. And I, yeah, not that I've had that many, but like I, I do tend to think, oh, it's, and that coincides with like low self esteem because mm. you kind of think, oh, this is the person that I can get. But what I can do is I can become both their girlfriend and their mum. Yeah. And uh. I can uh, get satisfaction from nurturing them. Which I do, like I, I always cook for my boyfriend and then I'm like, sometimes I, if I'm PMSing, I suddenly get this like, <laughs> uh, like volcanic rage inside of me that I've cooked him a meal. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't fucking- What like, would Bell Hooks think about this? Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. 
I, well, but it's my instinct, mm. and I enjoy engaging with my instincts of like cooking and. It's a love language. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when it's not like appreciated mm. in the way that I want it to be, I guess if you, I'll go off. Yeah. You're doing a nice thing so consistently. Someone's like, oh, I just expect this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I'll never expect. But uh, uh, yeah, my uh, my missus when she's PMSing is, yeah. uh, I literally have to wait five days and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were on your yeah yeah hormones yeah, all over yeah. the fucking place. But you place. can't That's say that you can't. No, say I know, that. I know. Even though it's the absolutely the what's truth, happening. But if like, she says it, you can be like, hmm. Yeah. Like the other day. Okay, so this weekend. Oh yes, I may <laughs> have noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I just thought you liked looking at the plates in different pieces yeah. on the floor. Like I was I was such a cunt to my boyfriend this weekend um, for various reasons, but n- nothing was his fault. It was just like my life was feeling blur. And I made cookies and he like wasn't, he just ate one and didn't thank me. Mm. And, <laughs> and like, I, it was my still face was it. just like this. Like I was just like, and, like, and, and he was like, what? <laughs> and this is the thing, this is what gets him so infuriated. Cause he's like, just ta- like, what? I can't read your mind. Why are you suddenly so emotional in such a nuanced way? And I'm yeah. like, because you're thick. Yeah. Yeah. My my message is the same thing. Like I I do get quite huffy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you should know why I'm annoyed. Yeah. My my missus, I do it as a bit now. My missus, uh, we were walking back through Shepherd's Bush one time, yeah. And there was like thirteen roadmen outside KFC there. Uh and uh, I was the only we were the only like basically I'm there with like a blonde white girl walking through the area and I'm like we're crossing the road now before anything is fucking said mm. yeah. like and she gave me the whole you're judging them because of their yeah, thing like, a flash mob and I was yeah. like I was like I was trying to go to her what what are the outcomes like and she was giving me the cold shoulder and stuff and I had to get out of her and she was just basically because she moved to London she was trying to call me racist right yeah. and I was going yeah. I was going what are our outcomes we either walk by and get a pat ourselves on the back mm. and be like what a lovely bunch of liberals we are mm-hmm. or they i went to her how good are your fighting skills because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's but me who's gonna I, get my head kicked i in. get into fights with people on the road really do you yeah. you oh, shouldn't no. do that Don't do i that. shouldn't do that and especially if i'm like catcalled or something i will if i'm in the if i'm in the wrong headspace do you ever have that thing where you're walking and people just don't move out the way oh, yeah God. i had that thing so so a few months ago I was like catcalled on the road and this guy was like, it was out of his car. I'm pretty sure he was like an Uber driver. And I was already in a shit mood mm. because of the moon. And um, Sometimes it's in the wrong place, guys. The, sometimes it's in the wrong place. And this guy catcalled me so hard and honked his horn that I dropped my phone and cracked the screen on my oh. phone. And I picked it up and he saw what had happened and he laughed. And then he got into like traffic and I was like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. And I blacked out. Well, I feel it with I was so angry, but I had gotten out my keys and I had keyed his car. <gasps> yeah, good. Oh, and I just walked and I just I just went like that. And then he was so he didn't even say anything to me, he was just speechless. And I was like, Yeah, good, fuck him. Bye. Round of applause for the keynote of the car. Uh, but I, I but yeah, know, yeah, like, this is the thing. And then I told my boyfriend, being like, he's gonna tell me I'm amazing. Uh, and he was like, you shouldn't do things like yeah, that. that you, yeah, I, I have this uh, with like my missus when she's moved here and stuff is I'm like, do not underestimate how fucking people do not give a shit yeah. about smacking someone in the face. Mm. And like I, I've had this with uh, uh, my missus had a friend who would like 
on nights out, go out and get in arguments with guys. And I was like, look, if anything kicks off, I'll jump in, but I'm going to let her get hit first just so she fucking learns the lesson of you're going to, you can't, that sounds brutal, but you're going to, you you talk yeah. shit to people. It's just a thing that like, it, it's the thing, the reason like guys victim blame a lot of the time and we shouldn't do it is because guys get victim blamed. Mm. So if like as a guy I go, oh, I was walking through this estate and these guys jumped up and beat me and took my phone. So people go, why would you walk through there at that time? Right, like yeah. that's put on you as a guy, it's a very young thing that you've got this That's almost the equivalent of like, well, why were you wearing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it shouldn't it shouldn't be the victim's fault. Mm. It should be like, that fucking sucks that there's a group of people who do that and we can and get to the- normal. Yeah, and that, that should be why the societal looks at it that. But like with the key in the car thing, and like when my message has talked about like she's yelled at people and stuff, I'm like, look, I, I can't, I don't get it, mm. but I have an inkling of what it's like, don't, underestimate how quickly mm. a situation can spiral yeah. Mm. Yeah. and and you say it do you know what like i fucking got punched in the face one time in bromley because <laughs> I, I got my ears pissed in bromley no <laughs> I got, i've I, had no life experience there uh, I, these people were kicking off i didn't even say anything to that i said something to a mate one of them like turned around thought i was talking to them and i was suddenly surrounded and one of them just boom blasted me yeah. in the fucking face and oh, no. luckily i didn't drop yeah and then they just sort of sent me on my way and, oh, uh, they, but I think a lot uh, of people gentlemen. are like yeah. very angry in life yeah. because of just reasons. Life. And uh, anger is a very difficult thing to control. And also, I I like grew up with one particularly like aggressive parent. Right. And I read somewhere once that's like if there was an angry man in your house when you were a child, there will always be an angry man in your house. Oh, shit, okay. And I thought that was really- Are you talking about the metaphorical house? Yeah, the metaphorical house Not... of like your body and okay. your life. Not... <laughs> so either- His name's yeah. on the mortgage. <laughs> so either you'll date someone that's an angry man, mm. or you will be really angry, or like there will always be, that anger will always stay with you and you have to accept that it's there and be able to deal with it. And when I read that, I was like, fuck. That's yeah. so true. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to like unlearn bits of my childhood that mm. I thought were normal because I had a, a mum with BPD. Uh, so like that's my, mm. you know, uh, but but like I used to be um, from the ages of about 20 to 23, I was actually quite misogynist because of it. Yeah. Which, um, and it's actually quite hard for, I think like uh, one thing that I'm always quite envious of women is like, it's fine if a woman grows up with a bad father figure because they're allowed to like hate men or say so like kind of trash. Yeah, whereas like as a guy, if you grow up without a mother figure, you're not allowed. No, you're no. not allowed that same. You can't uh, generalize that in the yeah. same way. It looks so worse. Yeah. Yeah, and and I get it. It's because like men will kill you. <laughs> like men, men are you know the men resort to violence, and they lash out in different ways. Um, but I I find it like uh, you know trying to unlearn those bits of the childhood is actually really really difficult to do. Yeah. But when you under understand it and stuff, it's a little bit more you know. And I, I've made my peace with it. Like I go around and see my mum once twice, uh, once every two weeks, and I just sort of sit there and watch Drive to Survive. Yeah, and just sit in the company. <laughs> <But that's> like, <laughs> just dealing like, with just, it at it all. It balances out your conscience a bit, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm doing it as like it means a lot because she feels bad that we don't have the relationship that she yeah. wants, and it's through no fault of her own. Yeah, I mean, I do think, it, and that if, takes a lot. That that's a very brave thing to learn as well. Yeah, it's not it's her, so easy to blame someone. It's amazing. It does amaze me though, BPD, that it only affects white women. <laughs> what a what a disease that it's only and able, Kanye. Only able Kanye. To white women in Kanye West. White women in Kanye West are the main victims. Oh, that's a really interesting chat. I don't really have any mental illness stories. I wish I could get involved. <laughs>
<laughs> Mike, but your mental illness is nerdy. It's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> your mental illness is just. When you spiral, to... how do you spiral? Is it in or out? I was spiraling in. What spiraling? Spiraling in. in. So I feel like I do both. So what, I feel like what if would it I look had like? isolating yourself, like going into like your own mind palace where you're like inaccessible to other mm-hmm. people to communicate with. Mm-hmm. I like I, I I'll listen to a lot of Drake where he's talking about fuck the haters and yeah. I'll just pretend to be Drake in the camera. That's quite like a <laughs> they don't fucking There's know. something quite vanilla about that. Yeah, yeah. just keep keep it kinda keep it what about you? Yeah, I, I do both. So it's occasionally I'll I'll key someone's car, but normally... By the way, that's a great opening scene of your comedy drama series. Oh, thank you. One. Thank you very much. I don't know why I said thank you to Elliot. No, but I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a wild body. It was just, it's, that was just very like... That was, that was weirdly it's in, racist. It's, in, it's indicative of society, actually. Uh, it's a Michael Cousin right there. Michael Cousin right um, Yeah, it is probably quite a good scene. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I think I pro- I I go inwards. Go inwards. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I go I, I I go outwards a lot. I've I've once yeah. There's been times in my life where I don't know. I had it here on the weekend. Actually, I nearly got into a fucking like. I have to be very careful with getting into physical altercations. <laughs> Like, cause I'm a fucking asshole. Like, and I will. You're easily provoked. A hundred percent. But because uh, where I grew up in Fortnite, I found myself in quite middle class. It was quite a violent area. And one thing that I really have to unlearn is that any sign of uh, aggression or stepping to you isn't immediately let's fucking fight. And that's sure. a that's a really hard thing to unlearn. Yeah, it's it's probably linked to your hormones and shit. Yeah. So and it's immediately like this is a threat. So I'm and I was coming in here on Sunday night. I and I, I fucking let me just make this clear. If you want to have a fun time, come to Vauxhall. The comedy here is good. The food is good. All of that stuff. Why are you prefacing? Because because thing? because because the the security guard here. Yeah, there was a queue of people. I went to come in. What was that? Oh, I thought that was big. Time. Uh, there, there was a queue of people. I went like like we spoke about in last week's pod. I sort of went to go around the queue. I'm not. I'm not you're VIP. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think this is a dicky thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, an I'm not scum. I'm, yeah. I, I I'm important. Well. It's always awkward explaining to the security guards that you're a comedian. Because if they're like in one of those moods, they'll be like, oh, tell me a joke or I won't let you in. And I'm like, just let me in. Yeah. Like, I don't even job. say what, I just point to the poster. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's, it's a different mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're too scared. Yeah. <laughs> it's for me. But I was, I was coming in. Uh, I, was, I was like, oh, I'm an axe. And I went to walk and he grabbed me and I turned around and then like, I was like, don't fucking grab me, innit? Like, and then he's tried to, this is what fucked me off the most. He tried to like give me a stare down, like stare into my eyes. And I was like, are you fucking, like in my head, I was like, are you fucking mad? Like, are you mad? Like, you're not doing this to me, bro. But then out loud you said, I'm sorry. I'll go. No, no, I was like, I just stared, but like, I was like, you fucking get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. And I went in and then I did the adult thing of complaining <laughs> to his boss. You spoke to the manager. Spoke to but, the manager. but in that moment, I, I, I left actually quite embarrassed with myself mm. because I I went in, not because of what I did, but because when I went and complained to like Phoebe and Mooch and stuff, I was actually that like quiet. I had to go buy a box of cigarettes and go chain smoke because I was... Had to calm down. I had to calm down. And, uh, maybe that's a, maybe it was an adrenaline dump. It wasn't a, yes. What you learned? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. An adrenaline dump, uh, an adrenaline dump you get when you like have a fight, like your body just dumps adrenaline. Oh, I've never had a fight, so. yeah. Um, 
but yeah so and, and like when i do things like that i always sort of look back at like my childhood and stuff and be like you're yeah, just displaying you that then you're you, just yeah. displaying the same fucking thing from a place of not wanting to be disrespected or seen as weak and it takes you back to that thing mm. and you're like, i'm a big boy now mm. but i would also argue is that necessarily a bad thing no like because one of the traits of like masculinity that i was brought up with was that you have to not have that happen you have to be and it's probably a better way i could deal with it but he was immediately very disrespectful mm. so like to me what i probably should do is warrant a level of respect i guess but i find it difficult to do that in those situations yeah i i i, I, I pretty you guys you handled your disrespects in a very direct way yeah <laughs> I like, cars staring a man down. I like that. I'm just writing my journal. I really like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I write in my journal. I write an alternate history <laughs> about what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone finds you. They think you're cool. <laughs> like, he's such a badass. Yeah, right? You think you're like just writing in your journal, but then we realise you're like gone girl. Yeah. <laughs> you're framing I, someone for your murder. I love it. Yeah, I do have the, the thing is as well as like comedians are mental. Like I saw a. Like I always have, like there's a, do you ever see an act on stage? There was an act on one time and she was complaining about arguments with her boyfriends. And in each one of the jokes, I was just like, you are clearly the fucking issue here. Yeah. Like you are such the issue here. He sounds nice. perfectly reasonable yeah, yeah. and you're the problem. Yeah, but then I think a lot of the time you just want someone to spar with, you know? You just mm. want an opponent. Yeah, They're yeah. there. And mm. you're, yeah, that's what I do. And then it goes in circles and then he's... He's fine. Is your boyfriend quite level-headed? He said like just plays football so and stuff. He's so level-headed. He's so mentally okay. Do you know yeah. what I was thinking? You know what we're talking about, like women saving men. Mm. That's like a thing. You never really hear about men saving, saving women. women. Yeah, dude, save a hoe. Nah, that's not really a thing. Like, oh, you never, no, no, guys. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's, that's that sounds like a charity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> save a hoe. Oh, I, I donate to the McDonald's for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I'll give money to save a hoe. Save a hoe. Save a hoe. Round up for save a hoe. No, you never hear like a guy going to his boy. Oh man, this girl, she's a mess. She's unemployed. You know what I mean? I yeah, can't, I no, wanna... there's just maybe if we had like better father figures in society, yeah. then it would be more of a thing. Guys do try do that. You do hear something like it's just it's just it's one of those things that's slightly. I'm not, I don't want to go all fucking incel but about that's it. like maybe what like a sugar daddy is in a way yeah. but in exchange for shitting on chests so it's not really a what? fair exchange that's what sugar daddies do in Dubai in Dubai you never heard about this I heard about the Dubai story sometimes guys the women they fly women out to Dubai all expenses paid yeah and exchange for like I want to shit on your chest they want to shit on the woman's chest yeah how much money 50, 50k <laughs> Oh, I do that. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> it was very. It was. She wrote. It was a very harrowing account of what happened. Yeah. But when the price was said, it was like, look, I would need to pay their rent. You tax, know? tax free fifty k. Yeah, yeah. well. you know, I would they, need uh, screenshots. We are in a recession. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having to go to your accountant. When does fifty k? Yeah, uh, you you got to give thirty percent of that charity. To the charity rampage. Yeah. <laughs> I would need a screenshot of like his. Like his stool samples, right? A screen across the year, I don't so I know picture. what a like of the analysis the of his yearly stool samples. I, I couldn't do it, bro. I got I got someone asked me on Insta one time to send them my socks, and I I had to delete the homophobic mm. reply that I had <laughs> like in the fucking drafts. That was like if you fucking find it icky. 
don't, don't. I'd send stuff. Who you hurting? Don't be not for money. Don't be send. Don't be fucking coming in my DMs asking for my for, stocks, bro. For money? For for, for uh, no, nah, man. Get, yeah, I'm sorry about that, I man. I, want to... <laughs> I have a friend who's made money uh, from pictures of her feet. I know. I know, I've I've got um yeah. I know a couple sex workers, like legit sex workers and stuff. I have no issue legit with ones. it. But like I, and that's not the way everyone's gonna. But like, you know, some people go. But I, I'm I'm very cool with like uh, sex work things like that. Fine, whatever. But I don't uh, don't come into my DMs. Oh shit! Free or freaky? Philosopher of the week. Philosopher of the week. Philosopher of the week. We got philosopher of the week. We got philosopher of the week. We have a yeah. a, a philosopher. Okay. Of the week, uh, <laughs> it's, it's our philosopher of the week. Have you picked it? We've picked <laughs> it. <laughs> we just said we. Just, I just went to see how many times we were going to say it before. Because I was thinking of stool samples, and it's kind of related to that. Right. Okay. But not directly. Yeah. God, so I'm we have this section where somebody says something that we think is worthy of being a B Tech philosopher, someone who comes out with a bit of B Tech dumb philosophy. And this week, to watch it together. I'd love to watch. You may have already this seen week this. It is this guy. If I put the seat up to urinate and then put it down after I'm done. At your request, that is two seat repetitions per urinary event. This arrangement means that if you go into the bathroom, you can just sit down and urinate and leave with zero seat repetitions per urinary event. Would it not then be a fair and equitable marriage arrangement, creating a scenario where we are both responsible for only one seat repetition per urinary event? And she's gone. If but I there's issue put... with that because what so what <laughs> he's suggesting is every time you piss you put the seat up for yeah. me and every time I piss I put it down. What if he needs a shit? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not. And a what if one it's... person's you know? I don't have a vagina, but my pussy dried up watching that. That was, <laughs> that was insane. Uh, like. I can't. I just can't. Like, <laughs> there's nothing deep enough where you need to use the term urinary event. I don't think there's any situation. <laughs> like, you know that they're co- being called females, you know? Yeah. Oh. It, it's so it's a like... repetition as well. It's like, what in the... Well, that marriage like, is not going to last. Imagine adding the music to that. That's like music from... The XX. Yeah. Like, imagine. Oh yeah, this fits here. Like it's just, people, people think they're being so profound when they say, like, if that's as men, if that's what our argument is, but then it's I can't done. Believe that that's for real. Is that it, real? Yeah, it's for real. It's for real. Like, it's, I think they're in a relationship. It's genuinely. Um, it was genuinely. But also, she probably wanted to save him. She's regretting that yeah. marriage, man. That's that. That's that guy who's trying to like they overthink alpha maleness yeah. and they apply it to like. Everything. If you're judging, you see that you gotta give her full custody. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. yeah, there is no way as a. But what? How does your life get to the point? Like, imagine, like we have a podcast. Imagine we had brought. <laughs> imagine we had brought you on today, and we're like, if my wife <laughs> doesn't put the toilet seat up. Also, like saying urinary repetitions as if it's a thing. Yeah, a urinary event. He made up that term. He just made it seat up. Seat repetitions during the event. Going for a piss. Yeah. Yeah, that is our. He calls it a marriage arrangement. A marriage well, arrangement. Oh, a marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy—that's one of those guys. You know, he's like, "Hey, why are you wearing makeup if we're together?" Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, if you're pregnant, are you looking to get Imagine fucked again? Oh, you know? oh, is that? What is that? People do that to like pregnant women. Really? Mm. Mm. There's some savages out there, isn't there? Like, how do you get married to someone and you find out they're like 
stepped on. But the oh, then then that's like, your fault. How yeah. many years do you think it takes to for that side of someone to come out? Mm. That's the thing. You can hide it. And what if you go out with someone and they're great for four years and then suddenly it's that and you're like, well, I just gave you my best. That's why you can't get married, man. Just can't get married. Yeah, that is that is always like, I wonder, uh, I wonder how long it's going to take me to come that guy. <laughs> Cause, yeah. cause the path's yeah, there. It's gonna happen. Oh, the path's there. That's, that man is self-actualized. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he is. I think I want to be at the point. There's, there's going to be a very clear split on this podcast one day, <laughs> where I'm going to be replaced, and my bit of the podcast is going to come from a shed. <laughs> and it's going to be about that. There's, there's the toilet seat needs to be kept down. Yeah. And stop them coming over on a dinghy. That's the other part of the podcast. That's all, yeah. <laughs> all you need is a hoop earring as well. Look. Oh, <laughs> what a. Fucking dweeb. Oh no, I feel so upset. Yeah, it's kind of gross. That's how we like to end this podcast. <laughs> we like people walking away feeling a little bit worse than when they came in. This has been a really fun episode. I've loved it. it. And what, what have you uh, got going on? You've got a. What have I got going yeah. on at the moment? I got my own podcast with Jacob Hawley called Last I've Night done Out, it. which Michael's been on. You should come on it. I would. What's it about? It is um, basically comedians planning their last ever night out if they could only go out once more in their life oh can i guess michael's what did i say i guarantee that yours was like uh i'm gonna go to a library no okay no and then i'd sit there and listen to like some coltrane i don't talk like that i did say jazz bar (laughs) (laughs) it was a smooth episode it was smooth it's (laughs) it's such an act (laughs) i said we go watch silk sonic you know uh, bruno mars and it's back just was a right. classy night. Yeah, yeah, Vegas. yeah. And you do this for the whole tuxedos. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah tux. Yeah. And then he would Moonshine. go to a monastery. Yeah, I'd go to a monastery. I say, yeah. A monastery. Yeah, well, it's like after the night out, just get some purification. But like a spa. Yeah. But like a silent, silent, silent monastery. Retreat. So I wasn't far off with no, library you design. You're, you're, no, you're, you're, you're pretty close, actually. Yeah. Actually, now I think about it. But uh, you have that podcast. Got that podcast. I'm gigging. That's me, really. People can find you at. At Bella Bella Hull on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. So good, she said it twice. Bella Bella Hull. Thank you. And uh, we, yeah, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, we will now, because Lucas is our full time producer as of today, until we'll probably inevitably quit or just forget to turn up one day or so. I don't know. This, we're, we're, this is our first time I've ever been. Before you guys get cancelled, yeah. Yeah, we're not. I don't think we're going to get cancelled. We'll probably fall out before that happens. Um, Finances. You don't have it in you to fall out with Elliot, but Elliot has it in you, him to fall out with you. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That is. I, I take shit so personally and don't <laughs> speak on it as well. Yeah. Like Do my, you um, are the kind of person that would hold a grudge <sighs> until you can't even remember what it's about, but oh, you no. still know that you don't like them. Do you know what was bad? The other day I was on the underground, yeah, like what you're saying, when people don't move, yeah. But I full turn into Nigel Farage. Yeah. Like, like if they, if if it's like a group of Spanish tourists, yeah, yeah. I'm full on like, what has my country become? Like, I do, I can't. But I'm I, like, I'm the type who can see someone holding a grudge and just ignore it. I'll just, yeah. I'll drive me. <laughs> you yes. can pour the syrup in one square of the waffle. Yeah. And keep the others. You are a pancake. Yeah, I know I am. <laughs> I'm a mess of a human being. Um, but yeah, so this will now. So we'd like to welcome Lucas. To our to our little podcast family that we got going on here. It's good to be here. Yeah, you sound thrilled. I am. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so if you enjoy it uh, on the YouTube, uh, leave a like or a comment. It helps with the algorithm. Sign up to the Patreon as well. Three pound fifty a month. We've got some good exclusive content. Content we speak unfiltered, raw. 
It is. It's getting a bit out of hand. We've had a few comments. It's too raw. Yeah, it's no. too raw for broadcast. It is. It is. It is going too to many direct people's names being bitched about. A hundred percent by oh. one half of the table. Yeah. Just get the fuck. <laughs> get the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any grudges. Do you about your guests after they've been on. No, no, we, but we generally only get people on that we really like. We not we, we plus we record the Patreon before. Yeah, right, I see. We we last week because we couldn't get anyone. We just we just didn't get it. <laughs> we didn't get a guest on. Right. So we just we wouldn't have someone on that we didn't didn't want. You know that we didn't want yeah, people yeah, to go yeah. fine and thought were good and stuff as well. Mm, mm, mm. Well, that makes me feel good. Yeah, uh, but Pop thank you. Just been B Tech philosophers. Sweet. Sick. That was great, man.